А теперь огонь! Ага. Огонь по в Кадыровске! You're listening to the Icebox Podcast. And we are back. And we have as our wonderful guest for the second time and always beloved, we have Kitty on. It's a third time, isn't it? Second. Okay. Second time. I was, I think I was supposed to do another time and it did, we never got in touch about it. Mm-hmm. So, hey, I'll come on whenever you guys like. I love you both dearly. You're both my little brother. And we love you. I think oh, Toast yeah. finally invited you to the game show we still have not done. Yeah, oh, that, dear Lord. That will be hopefully next week. I had a kind of a busy week. This <laughs> week. I bought a well, fucking webcam just for it. And a dress. Yeah. It's so funny, though, because it's weird how we meet people that we connect with over time. Oh, I mean, definitely. And we still bond with. And, like, Ian here came into my life. I didn't know. He, I just felt close to him. I'd barely even talked to him. We just hit it off. I'm mentally retarded, yeah. that's why. Yeah, I think oh, the whatever. false thing me and Ian talked about was uh, Russia. Of the no, milk, the Russia I thought the first thing we talked about was religion, actually. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then, uh, I'm I'm into, I study as much about spirituality and everything else that I possibly can because I'm enthralled by it. Same. I think religions, no matter which one, other than like Scientology, they're pretty fucking interesting. Scientology freaks me out. Do you know I read Dianetics when I was eight or nine? It was whenever I checked it out, from, or I know I read Dianetics by the time I was 11 at the latest, but I read L. Ron Hubbard. I loved sci-fi stuff as a kid. And the bigger the book, I was like, the more stuff's in it. You know, when you're a kid and you're really Polish, because then you start reading about like alien spirits taking control of people. And that's basically, I was reading, I was reading Scientology handbooks and didn't even realize that mom froze when we first learned about it when i was a young adult she's like oh dear god you check that out of the library and she started laughing she's like got any aliens on you and i'm like dear god she's like you would pick the biggest freaking books that look dry as dust to me and you would get all into them and i still kind of do that oh same the only books uh, we weren't allowed to read as children was anything that my granddad thought glorified communism he caught you with that didn't matter if it was the school's book or what. It was going uh, straight into the fireplace. Well, have you ever read any? I have not read a full book about Karl Marx. But what I have read, if you're not really thinking along their thought lines, you can almost see, you can almost think, well, hey, that's not too bad. And it got, you know, I've had people in my family discuss it with me. How they realized oh, after a few minutes, it was, it's like a mind fuck. Why do you only make babies? Oh, yeah. Plus, my granddad lived in the Soviet Union, so communists mm-hmm. to him were not the best thing ever. So because we've uh, changed this up a little bit, we're actually going to do plugs before we continue. So you can find the podcast at uh, anchor.fm or on Spotify. 
uh, at uh, the-ice-podcast on anchor.fm forward slash. You can also find us on Spotify. I believe you can find us on Google Podcasts as well. And of course, and then you can find us on Twitter at the Icebox Podcast on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Beardy Anarchy. You two go ahead and give your plugs. Just for me, I'm Survivor Kitty. I mean, just plain old Survivor Kitty. Yep, on Twitter. You can find her at Survivor Twitty. It's Survivor Kitty. Survivor Twitty. That's what I'm going to have I'm going to have to do another account with that now. No, and I've got Mauser, Mauser Henry the Golden Doodle with me. Oh. So he's, he's part of the podcast tonight. He's just kind of looking at me like, bitch, you're crazy. I'm still mad that you didn't <laughs> name him Mikhail or Kalashnikov. Um, oh, that, that, see, I was thinking. That's such a, I had a, one of my good friends. I made a friend on Twitter and he's freaking, well, for me, several good friends, but he is freaking awesome. But the thing about him that got me, he used to train Schutzen dogs and he was trained at one of the academies I was looking at before I became a trainer all the way out in California. Uh-huh. He knew my mentor. He knew who my mentor was, and he was suggesting Kalashnikov. And I thought about it and just calling him Cal. Um, yeah, Kalashnikov but, has too many syllables, huh? I know exactly. I like to stay between two and three. That's what so you I do, Mikhail. <laughs> Mikhail would be pretty. I could just add another name on there. If you think I want, I won't do it. I will. No, no, you got to go full on gunna. Name him uh, Mikhail fucking Stoner. Now I thought about that? Stoner too. I thought about Eugene. I had thought one of my friends on there, Joe, she suggested Henry. I'm like, well, damn, there's Henry Rifles. When Mount yeah, Winchester, we had thought about Winchester, but I was like, then people call him Wendy and Winnie, and he'll go into an identity crisis. That'll be my luck. I'll be the first person on Oprah talking about my dog's sexual identity crisis. <laughs> but uh, probably not we, the false. I'll tell you what, I stuck with the poll, though. Let me tell you why. Because when I lost Whitman, I felt the rest of my world crash around me. I saw it coming. You can get a sense from when somebody's fading out or a dog. You know, I can, I've always been, my grandma used to call me a little doomsayer. Because I could always sense things or sense when people had passed away. I was like that when I was a little kid. But I could feel Whitman fading away. And I thought he was just grieving because he and my mom were close. I couldn't even romp with him for two years. I could sit and cuddle him, but I couldn't throw the balls or be goofy. Well, when I I thought he was fading out that one time in North Carolina, that's a story I'll share for you guys privately. And I found a vet that, and they were questioning whether they'd take him as a patient. And they gave him Dex and his I can't remember the whole name of the drug, but they put it as IV line and they gave me steroids and they gave me another antibiotic because he'd had just a UTI and they gave him the wrong antibiotic in my vet. So they fixed that a hundred damn dollar antibiotic, but uh, I didn't care as my boy. But oh, anyway, yeah. we, when I got him, when I got my Whitman, he was five months old and his name there was Booth and I assumed it was like from the show Bones or something like that. And he hadn't gotten attached to the name. And I'm a big Walt Whitman fiend. I absolutely worship those books. It's crazy. But I saw him humping a damn bear I got him. And I was like, oh, my God, Limitless Deaths of Love. And I was like, I've got a name of Walt Whitman. And my mom thought, it's a cool name, but just weird how you came about it. He would hunt my best friend. And I'm like, look, Limitless Deaths of Love. He's going to puppy jazz. I've messed with my best friend. And then I named him Whitman. So that's, I'm just weird. 
Well, you've always been weird, and that's why we love you. Well, you guys. I'm not, not gonna lie with the name. I thought you named him after uh, Michael Whitman. Wait, I haven't heard that name before. Where am I missing that? Oh, uh, he was uh, one of the Jawman's highest-ranking tank aces. Oh wow, that would have been cool too. I thought about even something like Baron, like the Red Baron. Yeah, um, either that or I thought maybe Charles Whitman too. I didn't know it was any author name. I used to go like when I got my Einstein, my golden retriever years ago. We had a dog when I was a kid, and I picked the unique name of Frisky. But she was part border <laughs> collie, and mom brought this little fuzzball in, and I was like, "Oh, I love it," and hug it. And the, the dog was more of a one person dog. I was her hurting toy. She ran me in the kneecaps if I didn't comply and bowl me over like a pin. But uh, I would crack up with that dog, but she had every behavioral problem in the man. And she and I just didn't hit it off. She would be mom's girl. I never, I could, I guess she was kind of like my first dog in the house, but I never had my first dog till I was almost 21. That dog changed every direction I was going in because I was selling my artwork. I did juried art shows. I'd work some retail and stuff, but I made more money selling my artwork. It just wasn't what I, I got bored with it after a while. And I wanted to change things up, but I didn't know how it would do. And I started teaching this insanely hyper that had a lot of behavior problems because I took him at six weeks. You shouldn't do that if you're getting from a litter. Try to do eight weeks where they've had their litter socialization. He, he was a runt, so he had he needed extra care and that's why they wanted me to take him because she was working two jobs and her boyfriend was too and I'm like okay I'll take the little bastard <laughs> well I started reading all these training books and I started just slowly teaching him things and he he just tuned into me and I would teach him these things and I was just in awe of how we could communicate with him and when his when he would connect with me and when I would connect with him and how how easy it is to teach so many things that we go through every day with our dogs and we often don't even realize we can do or how easy it is for them to train us and that happens a lot but uh with this little guy he doesn't like the whole crate training thing i've got him sit up near me at night so as long as i'm near he's okay and he cuddles up to his lamb chop that he plays with and tries to murder every day but uh he barks a lot when i leave the room so i've got to work on that and i've got to get a squirt bottle because when they start barking when you leave the room, you walk in, you squirt them. You let them either bark it out or you walk in and squirt them, walk away. You never say no or hush. You never tap on the crate. We see it as a negative. And for, we see it as something negative, but they just got attention. That's what they're barking for. So if they've been to the bathroom, had their water, had their food, you know that something's not right there and you need to correct it. But it never bothers me. I drive people nuts because the barking doesn't even irritate me. I won't let them bark it out. I mean, I just kind of tune it out. It's never been something. I'm infinitely patient with animals, with people that I lose patience with. <laughs> I was told recently, yeah, I'll have to tell you guys about this sometime. I said something about I'm infinitely patient with puppies. And somebody goes, well, it's nice that you're like that with them because you sure as hell aren't with me. I'm like, what have you done to make me be patient? Well, that's why you're patient with me because I act like a dog. Um, Same, but you know. <laughs> I, I right. fucking right. remember, uh, speaking of dogs, uh, uh, I don't know if you know, Kitty. I know Toast does because I talk an infinite amount of shit about them. But in Russia, tankers and uh, 
infantry don't get along. And I remember overhearing one, uh, what would translate to, well, why don't we have a dog in the tank? Oh, because we don't deal with dumbass animals other than the infantry out there. Oh, dear. Good Lord. All right. Well, so. you, you could get two puppies in the name of Tanker and Infantry. Oh, Tanker and Para, which out. is what I was. All right. So we're going to get directly into the actual podcast now, why don't we? Okay, let's do it. So this is the Icebox Podcast for anybody who can't read, um, i.e. your sister. Uh, oh, any feds listening? Yeah, for any feds listening, this is uh, the Icebox Podcast. The, uh, we are best known for being the biggest girls frontline hating podcast and the biggest. Uh, oh, thank you. I actually need to send out the automatic missions again. <laughs> and then the biggest veggie straw loving podcast. We are also the largest sponsor reaching podcast there is currently. <laughs> oh, also, previous Mudak to it's like the podcast that takes you on the wildest tour too because you think it's going to be normal and then it has all these twists and turns like an adventure movie and then we, we end up talking about something like somebody hissing at somebody at the gun range and making hiss sounds and that was the coolest fucking experience just to talk about I, I could not stop freaking laughing and it just it cracked me up have you but, listened you know, to where the uh, podcast you do if you're on parole and can't get caught with drugs because the uh, conversations <laughs> oh, will stimulate that. <laughs> What's so funny though? I've listened to a lot of some of the podcasts, but it's been a, it's literally been a couple months for me, and I'll have to yeah. explain that in private. No, but we I, we, I, we completely understand why it's been a couple oh, yeah. of months from like not been, like well, M500 no, who has no excuse. It didn't even have to do with mom or the dog. That's what got me. It wasn't about grief or anything, and I'll explain it to you because I kind of need to talk about it. But yeah, for sure. It was somebody's mouth. Let's put it that way, and it's not an issue anymore. Uh, you know the old saying: uh, people can piss you off with their mouth if you wire their jaw shut with a brick. <laughs> now that would be interesting. That would, I can actually get a visual of that. Holy shit! Yeah, I can get a visual How of you bashing somebody me? in the face with a brick, and that's why their jaws. No, no, no. Kitty's a woman of culture. She'd knock them out <laughs> and just fucking hit them with the stock of some shotgun or something in the jaw. Yeah, Kitty's pretty based when she wants to be. I, would, oh, yeah. I think there's part of me that's coming out now that I've never dealt with before, oh, and that's going to be the part that doesn't take any freaking bullshit. I'm gonna be and honest. I'm absolutely freaking done with all of it. I'm gonna be honest with you, Kitty. Out of all the women I know, you have the biggest dick. Oh God, really? Yeah. I remember whenever my sister came out. I had to like start dancing like I have one and just start doing like this Wayne and Garth thing. I'm like schlong, schlong. <laughs> I'll I'll do that. I will do it. I will do it one day and have somebody film it and I'll go through the store just for you guys acting like a freaking freak. Please. I don't need an excuse, but you know. But I, I'm one of those quiet people, and I will give anybody the shirt off my back. It's okay. I just steal Pip's shirt, and I'll give it to you. I mean, I'm pretty fucking small, so, I mean, I don't know how well it would fit either one of y'all, because y'all are pretty fucking tall, if I remember right. No, I'm just fat. Yeah, I'm right at six feet. <laughs> 
Are you six? I feet? am five foot seven and I weigh 133 pounds as of last night. Fucking I'm at up. about 180, 511 and three quarters. I've yeah. probably hit about 170 now. I've dropped two full pant sizes since August. I just don't have much of an appetite. I eat when I'm hungry and I kind of do a little bit of a fasting thing right now. If I'm not hungry, I was about I'm to drive into town with Molly because grandma's out, the neighbor that cooks for us, and neither one of us can safely cook. Do I need to give you cooking lessons over the videos? I tried. Toast has tried, and get this, the fire department has had to come so much last, like, a few months ago, they gave us one of those industrial, like, fucking fire prevention systems from a restaurant, because it was cheaper for them to buy us that than to keep showing up. So what do we want to talk about today, guys? We got guns, always. That's always a favorite between us. Well, they're already going to get rid of red flag laws in the state. That is it's already phenomenal. being filed. That, that is unbelievably that based. I that get is... to go to Richmond and speak up on behalf of domestic violence victims. Marie got in office. Oh, I'm and I, you want you. to talk about base? Now, let me tell you, she... I call her my sister from another mister, but she is based and she is so pissed about all the infringements because we shouldn't have any. Nope. But she even pays for her employees to take firearms training classes and their concealed carry. Come on, she guys. It's about the 20s. It. It's time to have unregistered machine guns again. Well, Here's my thing. And this might be a bit brutal, but I don't get the whole... Oh, felons shouldn't be allowed to own. Okay, if you're scared of someone owning a gun, fucking kill them. That's it's as simple as that. Not well, only outright not kill thinking. them, but definitely defend yourself. I went for more. Well, what I'm saying is, fight. there should not be a felon released that is not allowed to own a gun. If they're exactly. that dangerous, exactly. they don't need to Thank be out. Thank, and I don't think the people get the death penalty that it should be the state that does it. I think people in the community need to. Wood chipper. Oh, especially for certain types but here's my yeah i've got a uh we've got a wood chipper because you know boss man he's a cool guy he keeps a lot of uh tools because we're on the gulf coast so hurricanes he's like look we got the we put a uh military beret on uh the fucking wood chipper and named him sergeant chippy and glued two big ass googly eyes over the uh insult hole And we have recently spray painted on the side in Cyrillic, feed me pedos. Well, I'll tell you, when it comes to gun laws and stuff, my uncle worked on me a lot. Let's put it that way. He's like, where did I go wrong with you about the whole, I bought the bullshit even about an AR-15. He goes, sweetie, you call me your uncle dad. I'm supposed to be like your dad figure it. I failed you right there. He goes, you do know they're full of shit, right? And I said, they are. So I had a little adventure. And now it's been, over, it's been about five years ago. It'll be five years ago this spring that made me become pro-AR and pro-all guns. We built my AR. We put it together. He took me out in the range. He made me lay on the freaking ground and roll. He told me that, no, I like this better than automatic fire. I'm like, do you have anything that's automatic? No. I'm like, son of a bitch. But uh, he liked his AKs too, by the way. 
Oh, and he had a, and he also had a collectible. He had a couple of collectibles like a Mauser rifle. One of the guns I do want most is a Mauser rifle. So I was like, well, shit, that's kind of cool for his name because I don't have one yet. And that'll give me an excuse to save and get one. Oh, yeah. But I think that I went from being one of those, well, you don't need more than five or six rounds. I bought all the bullshit. To a double stack mag chick, full size pistol, like to have an extra mag on hand. I, I just bought a new device that I can have in the car with me. Um, I bought one for, I hope my niece, well, I won't send it to her after Christmas, this podcast, but gave one to my cousin Chelsea. Um, and I bought some extra pepper balls for it. It's a little thing because my little, her daughter can't carry it. She's only 16. And she had these two guys harassing her. She's right off of 81 where she works. She's a hostess. She went, the two guys kept staring at her. They were in the store for like two hours that night in the Cracker Barrel. She works at Cracker Barrel of all places, but this is where this shit happened. She went to the restroom and one of the dudes came in there and where she was in the stall, he turned like he was facing her so she could see his feet under the stall and was just staring at the wall like he was trying to stare through the wall at her. They wouldn't make the people leave. I've got to get her neck knife to her. And I'm like, no, I don't need to do a neck knife. I need to do a push dagger. Yeah. But, uh, no, you need to do a 38. You know, I think we need to get Kitty a shot made with that on it. It has a nice ring to a double stack mag chick. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. So fun fact for anyone listening, you know, in most states, the, uh, Magazine law only counts for a magazine, and belt fed shit is not counted as that because that yeah. is not a magazine. I knew that. Uh, speaking of that, I still need to break Molly into the AK thing because she thinks the AR is better, which is clearly wrong. I do like my ARs, I think they're fun to put together. I cannot afford to feed my newest AR, it is a Class 3 SBR in Fall 58 SOCOM. Oh, fuck. Here <laughs> I am thinking I'm just happy because I got an AR pistol built. I bought the ATF meme rifle straps because they cracked me the fuck up. I laugh every single time I see them. And that's what I got Marie's husband for Christmas to put his a rifle strap with ATF agents because he finds it. I asked her she he'd like it. She's like he laughs all the time. I'm like, I got You know that. what? You've got to get him now. There's a receiver some company made that has uh the butcher of Waco on it, and it's called the ATF Puppy Popper. Oh dear God. I, I I've got I got her a rifle strap too, but no, the device I bought, I gotta tell you about this device. So I was Black Friday shopping online after Black Friday with my sister, and then there wasn't much out there to be had. But uh I got my niece the GTA 5 game because she'd never gotten it, and I got her Saints Row. And we, we sat and played that, but I looked at this device, and I found them on Twitter. I had to look the company back up, but if you bought two, you got one free. And I think they were like 50 or 60 bucks a piece, so I'm like, hey, you know, I like something free. But it literally will take a whole CO2 cartridge. You know when you have paintball guns that takes a while to get through? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, what these the CO2 cartridge you could fire several shots this is like almost like a flashlight not bigger than bigger than like the smaller o lights it's like a mag light size i'll have to i'll take a picture and send you 
but it ejects the full power of that CO2 cartridge and they have the pepper balls and I was reading about the Scoville and all that stuff. If they hit somebody's dead on with it, well, it's going to sting a little, of course, but it basically blinds them and makes it hard for them to breathe and chase. Yeah, we well, love the shotgun shells in Russia. Yeah, I, I firmly, this is a personal thing, not going to lie. I firmly don't believe in non-lethal action. I think that well, you should just carry a gun. That's a personal thing. I think thing. that should be the case, and in an ideal world, I think ideally speaking, you should carry a gun. Going for non-lethal oh, action can harm agree. you. Because, like, shit like that can actually just piss off an aggressor and make it more dangerous for you. Well, I usually have a knife on me. I haven't done that the past couple months. And you know that I usually carry, I usually run hot with a round in the chamber. When that crap happened to mom, I honestly, I think I went through a period where I was so, I kept losing lighters sitting right beside me and stuff. I didn't even carry one in the chamber for about a month and a half. And I know that was taking a stupid risk, but I also didn't want to have a miss, you know, negative. I mean, if it makes you feel better, I don't actually carry on me every day. I me carry too. either a Russian Makarov, which has a holster that loads the fucker for me, or my 500 Magnum, which is a revolver. And that thing, if it hits you, you're not uh, going to be in good shape. I know I need to carry Kitty, but I need a new handgun to do that. Why do you need a new handgun to do it? You have handguns. I have a 1911, dude. I can't conceal carry that shit. Yeah, you can. Yeah, okay. You I know want, what? I'm so I glad that you have a way to shove one up your ass, but I'm not carrying my 1911. First of all, I don't put anything in my ass. Russia puts holsters in the inside pocket of most coats. So I'm so happy for you. I also do not have a concealed carry license. I oh, yeah. I forgot be- you live in a blue state. Hmm. Or another thing we're getting ready to have happen here. Guess what they're going for here? Oh, what? Constitutional carry. Oh, see, Texas has it. I'm a lucky boy. See, I wish I had constitutional carry. You do. Just do it. I, dude. I honestly, my luck is it would fall out my fucking pants and it would shoot me. All right. Like, I'm, I'm, trust I me, as much as, as much as I would love to carry, until I get an updated firearm, I'm not doing it. Well, I don't blame you. Now I'm kind of hoping... We need to start a GoFundMe, get toast a non-foot gun. Do you know I <laughs> think people would do that for him? No joke. I would love I that. Really that why, why do you think I ask for sponsors every episode now? Speaking of which, Knight's Armaments, you know, SIG... Silencer Co. Uh, fucking Tula. You know, I walked the all for two years. Be a buddy and help me out now. Tula. Uh, let's see here. Uh, what about know, Bravo the, Company? What about Tula? I never even stole ammo off the line like other people did. Okay, I was a good boy other than the Chechens. But... The council will verify that for him, though. Okay. Uh, if any, if any large company, if Fenix Ammo would like to sponsor me, uh, or this podcast in general, um, we will greatly accept fifteen dollar uh, sponsorships if that's all you can provide. Um, what about someplace like Nate Square? They might do it. Would they do that ammo subscription where people could actually budget a little bit of money, and they do all different types? Have you ever seen Nate Square? 
I wish I'd had the money to buy some stock in it, to be quite frank, uh, when they were selling their stock. And, but they were reasonably priced, even through all that ammo charging. I mean, I mean, when everything went sky freaking high, I was honestly impressed. But I know people that use that and pay a steady 30 to 50 a month, and they build up their ammo stores. And they keep that kind of to the side or will have other ammo, but at least they've got something, you know? <laughs> Yo, by the way, can we say, Gimple, you have a huge cock for taking up the fucking uh, lengths that fucking Tula lost. What's up now? You know, Gimple Ammo? Gimple yeah. Ammo? Yeah. They started doing uh, more mass imp- imports since Tula lost theirs. Oh, hell yeah. So, uh, fun fucking fact and somewhat, well, fuck, did, oh, yeah. Uh, fucking boss man, if you're listening to this, you own a stall. You you could give my buddy here a non butt hand. Well, actually, you're pretty old. You might just give him another 1911. <laughs> nah, man. Like, see, like I have a Glock. I don't carry it because I'm left-handed. Um, it's also a Glock 17 full size. So, oh, it's... I want a Glock 17 fucking long. I love how they look. I hate them. Uh, the only long Glock that I enjoy is the one that shoots a uh, ten millimeter. It's I think it's the Glock twenty. Speaking of a uh, boss man, fucking Molly almost killed him. She bought a five seven, and he was picking on her, and goes, "You know, you should put that Tupperware away." And she goes, "They should put you away in a home." <laughs> no, see, um, like I would carry like a CZ or something. Like seventy five. Oh yeah, I'm sure the boss man is gonna be like, "Here's a fucking nine hundred dollar handgun, happy both, miss." No, dude, CZ seventy five does fucking the Czech Republic are like six hundred bucks, dude. Well, buy one from the Czech Republic. No, like you could, you you're a dick. I hope you know that. Um, In fact, if there's any big shipping company that would like to give us a fucking medium or large sized frigate to sneak guns into the country. And that would be greatly appreciated. You see, he's going to be the reason why I get arrested, Kitty. Well, we're going to be podcasting, oh, and Kitty's just going to hear someone come through both of our dolls at once. Hey, I'll just have to cover the puppy. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry, Dust. If you my body, I mean that—that that is, I would have done it for Whitman too. I oh, think, yeah. guess what I got to do yesterday, speaking of, I got to go work a puppy a little bit. I can't do it full Aww. time, but one of my cousins got a new puppy because she had lost her elderly dog, and I was helping her and her four-year-old. You want to talk about freaking wholesome and melt-your-soul goodness? Watching a four-year-old kid go, oh, what a good dog, after they've done something to teach it, and the puppy's getting it, and you're like, holy crap, this is cool. And I'm, I'm and I actually got it a gunpoint across with one of my cousins she's cousin through marriage she she's like you know i never thought about certain aspects of gun control and how it affects survivors of violence until we were talking she says you're absolutely right i was like well that's cool as hell this is kind of a cold day i can deal with this and i drove for the second time so i'm driving again god help the world one moment what is that? That is would be doing? my retarded brother. Oh, good lord.
And how is Char? Uh, Char is wonderful. You know what I love about her? She loves you with everything that she is. Oh, yeah. It's definitely fucking wholesome as shit. It really is. And I'll tell you, he, the way that they interact, what I love about it is she cares. She loves you with her whole soul and heart. But when you got her those little earrings and she was so delighted, she delights in little things. And I can get that because I'm the same type of person. And she's just got this, and Ian, you're the same way. You can be a hard ass, but you're a, you're just a love bug too. But the way she loves you makes me so happy. Yeah, she knows when I'm being a dick, it means I love her more. But that's that's yeah. just because that's who I am. I have a hard that time. reminds me of our neighbor's fucking Rottweiler as a kid. The thing tried to act mean, but once he jumped the fence, it would just have the goofiest look on its face and try to fucking lick you. Shut up. I'm not going to let Char listen to this fucking episode now. She's well, now I'm going to video of you licking her in the face. Now, come here, baby. Let me lick you in the face. Oh, I do it all the time. I do it all the fucking oh time. God. I'll walk up to her and I'll like pretend oh, I'm about God, to kiss her and no. then I'll just lick her fucking forehead and walk away. And just go, what the fuck? So- <laughs> I'm fucking translating this for Ray as we talk, and whenever we start talking about licking, she asked if you were a lesbian, too. I am. Tell oh, her that. Lord. Tell her I'm a lesbian. I am most certainly a lesbian. <laughs> I am only attracted I'm to women. I'm a you're a licker. Don't you want to be a lesbian, too? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mouser, what you doing, Mr. Carpet don't, carpet don't taste bad all the time. I cannot get a lot done because I keep just taking puppy pictures. He's a needy little guy, though. I came home last night, and I normally won't let him sleep with me because I don't. I'm I'm in the middle of fucking housebreaking. Yeah. But uh, it's so funny, though, because he'll look at me with this soulful freaking expression. I'm like, stop it. Don't do that to me. It just, it just makes me want to hug you tighter. You're and then so, like eight pounds and jump in my lap like a little demon. I call him a goat. Yeah. Goes that you're, you're getting soft, kitty. You're getting soft. Only with dogs. I think I've, if anything, I've gotten harder the past couple months. But I must, you know about me that I'm an empath, right? Yeah, I'm so really bad. Kitty. One. But you're getting I, soft, kitty. You're getting soft if you're getting soft with the puppies. Shut the hell up. <laughs> you're getting soft. <laughs> well, the only thing, if you're going to be soft toward anyone, you got to be toward a dog. Yeah, oh, they yeah. are. Mind you, mind you, Kitty, this is going on record. This is getting posted right after. Everybody's going to know you're a big softy for puppies. Oh, shut the I don't know. Up. I think Toaster is the softest one, hell. Really? Maybe I'm uh-huh. fat. I'm fat as fuck. <laughs> Uh, I'm actually still 35 pounds underweight. So Yo, my dude, can I, can I take your metabolism for like two months and you take my metabolism, please? Oh, I'd fucking take that trade. Fuck I need yeah, to get man. back to my military weight that was 165. I need to get back I down eat- to my high school weight, which was 180 at max. The heaviest I've ever been was like 173. Um, yeah, and that's just- with fucking steel toe boots and... A, not a fucking combat uniform. That's dress uniform and boots. Yeah. And, you know, our sword weighs two and a half pounds. So. Oh, yeah. Fun thing. So you ready for this shit? You ready for this shit? So my girlfriend and I made a deal. 
so next month, her and I are going to be working on losing weight. We both want to get into better shape. Like, I'm going to be working on cardio and losing weight off my stomach. So I'm going to be working on cardio and core majorly. And I, I don't really know what the fuck she's going to be doing. She's just going to do her own fucking thing. Well, but, out my, my Medicare will cover, and I think this is a huge improvement for people with disabilities. It'll cover me to go to a gym every month if I do the expansion thing. That It's not like Obamacare or any bullshit like that. I mean, it's part of Medicare, you know, that you pay your taxes into. I'm still embarrassed by that, though. But if you do the, it's like a free little upgrade, but they do things like massage therapy, I think is one of the things, but one of the things is they will pay for any time fitness for me where I can go. If I'm, if I get out of bed and want to go at three in the morning, I can. That's cool. And I'm like, maybe I need to consider that because that would be good for me. And I love going to the freaking gym. I just take my foot appointment goes okay tomorrow. Cause when I had to drag, I had to literally drag my Whitman. Uh, I had to drag him his little body and it broke my heart i couldn't get him lifted up he's like six, well i couldn't be acting for two years and all of his body weight went on to me but i got him to the car and stuff i was just out of breath it drove me nuts so i'm like i'm gonna bust my ass 10 times harder and then get the little doggy stretcher thing that you can put over their abdomen so you can carry him like suitcase <laughs> dog suitcase but i've been taking this little fucker everywhere i go until yesterday and the day before uh, he goes with his mommy and i put a little bed and if I, i'll take the little electronic buggy while my foot's healing because i want it to get done i had a little issue with some goop coming out yesterday it scared me it was gross oh the day before well it looked like where a scab had worn where i'm still getting used to orthotic and where that skin had torn a little bit and it got some crap up under it and i've had that happen before with the callus but i flipped shit so i'm like i'm not tempting fate right now because i got a lot to do in this life Anyway, it's my story. So keep going. Tell me about it. No. So, um, I'm sorry. No, you're good, Kitty. You're always welcome to interrupt me because Pip does it just as often. Um, <laughs> so we made a deal also. Whoever loses the most weight and or like gains more muscle to weight loss ratio, the other one has to basically pay up. So if I lose, I gotta like basically lay in bed for an hour and a half while she just like fucking cuddles the shit out of me and I gotta buy her a stuffy or something like that. I gotta buy her like a plush, right? But oh, the she, ball babe if you lose. If Have she loses build a bear or anything yet? She, no, but if she loses, <laughs> she's gonna buy me a gun. <laughs> Seems like bad? a pretty fucking <laughs> lopsided deal. It is, but that's what she wanted. That's what she you know. Wanted. What I'm gonna text her and be like, save money, buy him a BB gun. And she was just like, you, you get to pick which gun you want. Oh dear God! Now you can't do that to her. Uh, that means pretty much anything. Well, she's always been want. She always wants to buy me guns. It says. So this is the excuse that I get for like losing weight and shit, you know. With Alice is who gave me my first AR fifteen on our like fourth date. She's like, "I'll make you an AR if you give me an AK," and well, that was the deal. Yeah, no, the the deal. Like, this was Shar's deal. This is what Shar put together. And I was just like, "Is that sure? Really, all you want?" And she's just like, "Yeah." And I was just like, "What the fuck?" 
Oh, Good speaking Lord. of the shotgun. I'd be like, gun. I want a gun and a stuffed animal. Oh, if she loses, I'm still getting her stuffed animal. Well, like, Alice, it, it doesn't matter. It, I'm still getting her shit if she loses. All right. Alice said she will trade you the Vietnam Ichika instead of that featherweight if you include uh, five steel mags with it. Five steel mags? You're going to make me spend 50 bucks on mags? Fuck. Now stop. Well, I mean, either way, same shotgun, just one has engravings, one doesn't. Why steel mags, though? She just likes them all. Don't fucking ask me. Can I throw her polymer mags instead? They're worth more. Uh, probably not, because all she carries in her plates is the stag mags. Ew, that's disgusting. They weigh so much more. Well, I fucking carry bake lights for my AK. And those are light as shit, dude. They're fucking heavier than polymer. No, they aren't. I weighed my polymer in my bake light the other day. Loaded, and it, the, the bake light weighed less. Well, fine. Let me rephrase myself. Mine way more because I carry the 45 round is not the fucking 30. Well, then you can't bitch. I can bitch about whatever I want to because my fucking knee hurts and I'm in a bad mood. Shut up, cripple. (laughs) (laughs) That we might. I got into a fight with my buddy who lost his arm, and outside of the bar, someone just started to yell, cripple fight. I remember that. <laughs> you remember he was one of the uh, people that fucked with me after I lost my eye, because he woke me up in the hospital bed by slapping the shit out of where I lost it. And so when I, last time I visited Russia, he goes, bet you 40 bucks. He goes, U.S. dollars that you can beat me in any, because he's always been like an older brother to me, bigger, faster. I'm like, okay, deal. He goes, I'll give you two days. And so I won 40 bucks by uh, challenging him to a count to 10 on his fingers. Good Lord. That's actually genius. Well, to be fair, Kitty, he got me... Last, my second to last visit by uh, challenging <laughs> me to who could wink the most in a minute. That should be like your forte, dude. You have all your muscles in one eye. Yeah, but, but you're also I retarded. So, well, to be fair, you see, he argued that I can't wink because the definition of winking is to keep one eye open. Well, that's when you just take off your eye patch, my man. Yeah, but there's no eye in the socket, so we ruled that that wouldn't count. Just throw the fucking glass eye in. Well, I believe it or not, I don't carry the thing. I don't really like it. I know you don't, but that, that was you would have won money that way. Other than job interviews, like whenever you saw it in, I went to give a, a speech, and the uh, male guy who delivers to us fucking hates eye patches, but I scared him on his last day by covering my nose and mouth and sneezing and launching it at him. You're an ass. You're an ass. Oh my god. (laughs) Fucking, then I had to wash it in heavy cleaner because he was laughing at something and it flew in his mouth and then I felt like a huge dickhead. Are you still talking to uh, Ray? Still signing for Ray Oh, okay. well, I'm translating, Paul. Oh, yeah, by the way, your two weeks are up. 
You. <laughs> no, it isn't. It's only been a fucking week. No, it's been two. No, it hasn't. It it's has been, been one. It, this is the second podcast. Tomorrow, no, it is. Tomorrow, you're right. You're right. Tomorrow is your day up. I did not harass you on the last podcast on it. Well, the, you fucking this, should this have. I thought weeks. the last podcast was the one that did it. Nope. <laughs> it was the one before the last one. <laughs> Well, you'll have to wait till fucking Christmas because I'm sending all of this shit and I'm not sending two packages because UPS is slow as shit I with will, having anything hazardous shipped to them. I will start having Shar write the fan fiction on your sister. Well, that's super fucked up and I'm not <laughs> reading it anyway. So. Yeah, but you will. No, I fucking won't. <laughs> Gonna fucking give me a heart attack or some shit. Yeah, but curiosity will kill the cat and you'll start reading it. Yeah, luckily I'm not that fucking stupid. Yeah, but Ray will start reading it. Oh, trust me, man. She's kind of fucking nervous about it too. So if she wants to, she can, but I'm not. I hope she knows I wouldn't actually do that. Oh, yeah, she does. Trust me, he's the one that falls. Speaking of, y'all know how fucked, how dirty I got done a couple of nights ago? No. Fucking Alice was on leave, so we're like, fuck it. So we play a version of hide-and-seek with Usopp guns, and heard fucking Ray screaming, dropped the gun and ran to check on her, and got fucking ambushed by the other two. Nice. No, not nice. Fucked up. Psychological warfare is against the Geneva oh Convention. Since when did you follow the Geneva Convention? Uh, Geneva Convention? I'm not Russian anymore, so... Geneva Convention? More like Geneva Suggestion. <laughs> I fucking love that meme. <laughs> so what's up, Kitty? <laughs> Sorry. I'm just cracking up listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> you you gotta remember we're one of the largest shit posting podcasts without a fan base. You know, I feel yeah, like people would yeah. actually enjoy the podcast if they'd actually listen to it. I feel like uh fucking 90, if not all of all fucking uh listeners are just different government agencies. Speaking of which, Kitty, you made uh-huh. an accomplishment on this podcast. I, I don't know what if you knew that. that. So so first off, um, we're gonna go over the weekly thing as always, because this would be the six month mark via tomorrow for the podcast. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, and we have new statistics changes. This should be fun. All right. So sixty two percent. So listening platforms. Sixty two percent listened on Spotify. Twenty two percent listened on Anchor. Seven percent listened on web browser. Five percent on Apple Podcasts, which apparently we're on. We're not on Google Podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts. Then four, four percent on other. Our geographic locations: ninety-six percent is in the United States. Two percent is in Japan. Oh, now we've got two Japanese billionaires listening. No, 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 no. and then two percent in New Zealand. Oh well, fucking diet Australia. We have officially reduced the female percent down again, I believe, from last week. 
So 88% of our listeners are male, 9% are non-binary, and 3% are female. I can definitely oh. see where this contest is going. But still, uh, Kitty, you actually, to this date, made a huge mark in our podcast. I'm kind of shocked by that. Our first, our highest listened to episode would be episode five, Gun Rights and Shit Posting, featuring you. With 15 plays. That's pretty cool. No way. Yes. I love it. Well, I enjoyed that so much. Oh, hopefully you're enjoying this podcast. You know, anytime with you guys, I enjoy. Yep. I'm weird as hell anyway, so I've been in. <laughs> I'm pretty normal, all things considered. And uh, our six months mark... We have 56 plays, which is pitiful and small, but if anybody would like to sponsor us, please. Um, and Girls Frontline won't suck anymore if they sponsor us. Um, but yeah, thank you to everybody for our six months, Mark. Uh, we're really happy to have Kitty on the force again because Kitty is uh, one of our favorite weird people. And Frank and, weird and Frank and emo and strange. I got my nose pierced. Did I tell you got my nose pierced? Yeah, you did. I yeah, actually you saw told me. I, saw I just can't believe it doesn't hurt more. I'm not going to lie. I always figured it would be real painful. I saw pictures of it on Facebook. It's a septum piercing, right? No, no. It's over to on the one nostril. Okay, it's just on the I one nostril. My bad. A, they had a white opal small stud. And where I used to have my mouth done and where I'm getting ready to have my smile replaced, I might go back and do those again if I want to. I don't care. But I got, and I did a thicker earring on my ears. I didn't have to have those re-pierced, thank God, because they were going to do that with a hypodermic needle, and I'm a big wuss with my ears. But the nose piercing, I was just as shocked by as the mouth piercing. You know what hurt worse with the mouth piercings with my snake bites? It was when they would kind of come unscrewed in your mouth and you had that little pointy screw piece that screws on and it would jab you in your, like, in your lip or kind of get stuck and pierced it. Oh, my God. Eyebrow was horrible because it got infected and then the skin kind of fell off and felt knocked the piercing out. I would also like to say on the side to all of our statistics, when we first started this podcast, our estimated audience was an entire one person on average. Um, our current estimated audience is now four people. And I'd uh, like to uh, tell Alice once again to stop letting her friends listen on her phone because that ruined shit. <laughs> How many times have you noted that now? I think that's been, what, almost half of our episodes now? Uh, well, it needs to be a fucking constant reminder, obviously. <laughs> Apparently they're uh, listening. <laughs> I'll share well, it soon here. And, of course, I'm sure that this episode will get plenty of spike because Kitty's on it. I want to say this right now because we're going to have you on plenty more times, Kitty. I hope you, I know you know that. You know we're not using you that. we are not using you for plays i promise that we genuinely i genuinely love having you on this podcast i genuinely love hearing you speak i just Thanks, wanted to man. give i just wanted to give statistics because we hit six months i did it last week but like this would be like the six month like this is our milestone we started literally zero like our first episode has an entire 
Let's see how many listens our first episode has. I don't understand how I'm popular, though. That's what's so weird, I guess. That that, that truly humbles me. That's that I find that extremely humbling, and and you know that's a good thing. I just well, I like you because you're very real Paulson. You know, you just say shit how it is, and if people don't like it, well, fuck them. So what's so weird is that's that's flaring more and more. It's like I get these power surges. I don't know what the hell's doing it. (laughs) <laughs> but I am like one of the softest people you'd ever want to freaking meet until you cross the line. And then, I'm yeah, that's how my mom and granddad, well, they'd be like, oh, yeah, this is super, especially granddad. He was, I'll help you. But once you pissed him off that there wasn't any, oh, I'm sorry. It was once you get added to that shit list. Well, so fuck. our first episode to give statistics. All right. Our first episode had four plays. Our second episode had one. If that gives an idea of how little success this podcast actually has, which I'm not complaining. Our bonus episode, our first bonus episode had zero plays. Our third episode only had two. It wasn't until you that people actually started kind of listening to our podcast. Yeah, we had a couple episodes where it was only one play or two play, but we have consistently gotten within the last four podcasts we have gotten three to five plays except for our episode 13 which only got one because everybody will listen to the bonus episode <laughs> well i need to make sure i get it shared more for you guys too because i think it's a legitimately good podcast and it's one of those podcasts that you don't know what's going to come to you next usually things are kind of lined up with people and sometimes that drives me nuts if people are kind of ocd about it and then they don't let normal stuff come in and you don't I mean, people need to hear crazy humor, especially right now. And people need to know that they're not just the only weird ones out there. And I like to look at it like if you've got a schedule, then you're not really being legit or real with people. You're fucking planning shit out too much. I like listening to podcasts like the status quo because uh, their their host is like always very laid out with his stuff. But I go to his podcast to specifically listen to laid out stuff. But, like, I know a lot of other people don't just, we got to follow the line. We got to follow the line, you know? Oh, exactly. And that, that's why we like to, I like to think that we are kind of the in-between, between very casual to very political talk. Like, we will have some episodes where both Pip and I just go off and then we'll start talking about guns or something like that. Like I it's think really... all podcasts could be used as a medical device to let people have a simulation of what schizophrenia is like. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> Good Lord. I, I took a hit off my vape right there and you said that shit, man. No, like, don't get afraid maybe if all your voices had ADHD. <laughs> That's an accurate representation of the podcast. <sighs> also, if anybody ever wants to, like, ask us like ever wants to work topics with us or anything usually we like if we have anybody on we'll try to work topics based off of like what they want to talk about kitty came in just because i wanted kitty to come on because i know Mm. she's had a rough time recently and so she gets to rant she gets to talk she gets to have a laugh and fun with us she gets to run an average podcast with us instead of running like a straightforward podcast you know what's really funny though about that I've been going through my own little personal hell, but I'm finding myself more. 
good. And it kind of cracks me up how things can fall apart so drastically, but at the same time, other parts of your life come together that are really fucking bizarre. I mean, just, I don't get it. I got rear-ended last night driving with my friend Lori. I was driving about half an hour from home, and I'm getting used to driving again with my orthotic and flying like a bat out of hell, and here I am at an entrance ramp to the next road. You know, we have all these weird dams, weird, veer to the right, but you got to turn your head all the way. And I was waiting because this dumbass was all the way over in the left lane and just kind of swerving over all the way to get to the right lane. I'm like, oh, they're going to hit me. And then somebody rear ends me from behind. I'm like, not another freaking wreck. I'm so getting rid of that Honda element. That's like number three. That's actually number four. Which just, but luckily it just scraped the plastic part of the bumper in the back. And the girl tore her license plate thing half off. That'll be several hundred dollars. But I was more worried about her when she got out of the car. It didn't even hardly bump me. But she, oh, I mean, she reminded she me. You, of, she's the one that followed. Oh, definitely. And I've got her insurance info and they've got my name. Uh, knowing um, how Kitty doesn't fuck around, I was expecting to hell I've got her in the trunk now. is going to be like. <laughs> oh, at first, my friend Lori's like, uh, Kitty, relax. Well, she's like, cat, relax. It's going to be okay. Because I used to flip shit at just the thought of a car hitting me. So. I mean, she's known me like 14, 15 years, and we lost touch for a little while. The last time she saw me when cars were near hitting me, I would cry. I'm like, here comes another fucking injury. This girl bumped me, and she comes out, and I was, I actually, I used it as a chance to teach situational awareness. Because I was sitting there, I was taking a couple deep breaths, going, I'm not going to lose a leg. I'm not going to lose, break my neck. And Lori's like, you got it, girl, you got it. Well, this girl, she she had to be maybe my niece's age or a year older. And she made me feel protective of her. But I was proud of her. You know how some people just walk right up to your car? Yeah, this girl, yeah. we up in the Walgreens parking lot. She was about 10, 12 feet away from me on the sidewalk by the store. She was in a lit area. And she's like, I am so sorry. I was like, you know, that's the way to do it. Because I get very nervous with people. I'm very watchful and very mindful. If I had rear-ended someone, I would have done it that way. I will not walk up to a window like that because you never know what the response is going to be. And I even talked to her dad. And he's like, she is okay, right? And I'm like, yes, yeah, she seems to be. I said, but I'll t- take my advice. Make her get her neck checked if she has even the slightest bit of pain because whiplash is a bitch. And he laughed. But... uh the poor girl had never hit anyone before and I just felt like I needed to protect her I don't know why I felt this protective instinct I, I do have a mama that. bear attitude huh I said because you are a loving person I am I'll tell you though for a long time way back in the dark ages of kitty like 10 years back even five even six or seven years back, I didn't want to feel anything for anybody. I wanted to have this dark, stone-cold heart, and I didn't want to care about anybody. I sure as hell didn't want to care. I wanted to become the stone-cold person that couldn't be, couldn't be touched by anything. And somehow, along the fucking way, I became softer in some ways. And you know I'm grateful for that, because that means they didn't win. Oh, yeah. I can hear you there. I didn't want to get connected to people for a while. By the way, Kitty, on a side note, I looked this up for you. Chilean Mausers usually go for around $500. 
That's not bad. What side are you on for that? I'm just looking at gun broker averages. I'm just like averaging out in my head. Now, if you're looking at like a K98 Mauser, that looks more like 2,500. But Chilean Mausers and Yugoslavian Mausers are usually around 650 to 500. What about Spanish Mausers? I remember they were pretty cheap. For that's that's Chilean. No, but oh, Chilean are I, pretty good. Spanish, I think Mexico. I've never heard anything bad about Chilean Mausers. No, no, they were uh, the only real thing some people don't like is apparently uh, just real the, preferential shit. It's Nothing. iron sides, usually, from what I've heard. Yeah, it's the iron side. That's all fucking preference. What's up, girl? How are you going to lay on my feet? But um, personally, I want an Arabic Mauser, though, personally. So, uh, y'all know I said it on the Twitters, but uh, Molly got to come to the kill house with us, and my granddad would have freaked out because a friend, he's got actual money to play with. So, we're sitting there, and he's like, I'm going to do a run. Okay, set up the targets. Proceeded to uh, storm the house with a fucking MG42 with his phone blasting Erica. Oh, the hide it was oh and it was God. funny shit because he's not a little dude but he has never shot the fucking mg42 standing up and it almost knocked him on his ass that's great here can i also actually send you a couple of gun broker links if you'd like me to yes please do and are the Chilean Mausers good? And I could actually... I've never heard anything bad about Chilean Mausers. Yeah, again, at the shop, I've the only bad thing is... Yeah, I... I per... Yeah, there's a Chilean Mauser right here. Eight millimeter fucking... 500 bucks. I'm sending you... Yeah, the right island side, some people don't like. But to yeah. me, they're just different. They're not bad. They're not good. It's... It's just a personal preference. preference like, 100%. Like, I've been uh, looking up how to fix a cracked stock when you first get them and stuff, and what to do with like resin and things like that. Every but time, I people that... I'll be Great. honest. Every time I've held a Chilean Mauser, I actually prefer it to uh, German Mausers. They just feel more comfortable. Really? Right? See, I prefer them because it's not German. <laughs> PTSD moment. <laughs> well, no, I'm not that. I'm fucking twenty four. I'm not fucking ancient. It runs in the heritage, though. <laughs> it runs. No, no. You see, that would be if it was a Finnish Mosin. Is when the PTSD happens. <laughs> and you know the oh, whatever. God. However, you say that town name, Polka begins playing in the background. <laughs> As you God. see a man in a white jacket with a fucking Mosin come over. No, no, house. you don't see him. That's the problem. No, it's the ghost of him. He's coming towards you, but he joins the council. <laughs> oh my God. Dude, he only died like 10 years ago. Two of them, right? Yeah, the guy lived forever. And I loved him because multiple people in interviews were like, you were an insane snipe with iron sides. How do you do it? And he'd just be like, I practiced. So he died 20 years ago. He died in 2002 and he was born in 1905. 
I firmly, I firmly fucking believe he took the life source of the amount of Russians he killed. He killed no, well, no. If he did that, he'd be fucking like two hundred. Dude, he was also only five three. I never knew that. Yeah, he was shot as shit, dude, and he took an explosive round to the face. No, he just took. I thought he just took like a Mosin round to the head. No, no, it was an explosive Mosin round. I don't know how the fuck they did that, but cool. Um, but yeah, uh, no. magnesium and phosphorus, if I remember right, they uh, still injuries, had incendiary. His injuries still only look like they were fucking a normal round. Uh, from what I remember reading, it was explosive, but that was in Russia. Russia might have tried to been like, mm, no, you know, uh, fuck him. It has to be mole. Yo, but real shit, funny- I, I want to know your guys' opinion. Who is scarier, Vasily uh, uh, Zaitsev or Chris Kyle? Oh, God. I mean, in what situation? Because if I'm in a exactly. city... It's definitely Chris Kyle, but if it's like open countryside, it's fucking hey ha. No, no, no. I'm talking about Vasily or Chris Kyle. Oh, 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 by fucking okay, so the SS ah, the SS officer killer or well, the questionable child killer. Um uh, children just, are just called a fucking I'm not, I'm not shitting on Chris Kyle here. Oh, I know, I know. I was just gonna uh, bring up the war crime joke and say they're just harder targets to hit. <laughs> Apparently not for Chris Kyle. Um... <laughs> uh, let's see. You see, I'm torn because Chris Kyle had, uh, of course, access to modern day more advanced shit, but Vasily didn't fucking need it. So I'm gonna say uh, Chris Kyle just because maybe if I wear my Russian uniform, Vasily won't shoot at me. <laughs> Let's say you're being hunted by both. Which one is scarier? All right. Oh, fucking. Uh, huh. I'm going to put on Vasily. Yeah, I've got to go with him, too. But uh, you if know I, what you I'm do being, then? If I'm being specifically targeted and hunted by both of them, I'm going to put it on Vasily. That takes my head. Yeah, and you know what I'm going to do? I'm so sure he's going to kill me. I'm just going to dress up like a, a wolf and just walk around on all fours until I get shot. <laughs> that is the ugliest fucking wolf I've ever seen. Oh, my God. <laughs> just what, not even I, like a mascot thing. It's just like a skinned wolf. Just fucking... I know that was such a random thing, but I, I looked up fucking Simahaya and I was just like, people also search for it. And I was just like, oh, yes, Chris Kyle and Vasily. I'm oh, not yes. going to lie. I'm going to be honest. I feel like Simahaya, like everybody like compares Simahaya to Chris Kyle, right? I firmly still believe that uh, Sima was a better sniper than Chris. Well, yeah, because he used fucking mostly iron sights and didn't have, like, computers and shit to read windage and stuff. Yeah, I feel like he was just better. Like, I get it. The Russians fucking they didn't have camouflage or anything, really. But also, this man was just ingenious about how he went upon things. So I'm going to put it, like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to definitely list him as scarier than Chris Kyle. I would actually still put it. Over, I, I would say Simo Hayek could also hunt me better than Chris Kyle. 
Now, here's a question. Imagine how scary Simone would be if you went back in time and gave him a fucking modern day rifle and technology. Dude, imagine putting, like, what is it, fucking like a Remington 700 into his hands. Imagine giving him something like the OSV or a fucking Barrett and just being like, here you go, dude. Happy fucking both day. Well, I think part of the reason why he got away with it so much is because he used, like, he used basically 308, so he could kind of cover up his muzzle flash better. Well, it's also just how he fucking did shit. Yeah, that's it. Dude was crazy. Yeah, fucking, you read the report that said he waited like a week just to kill an officer because he challenged him. He put up signs in the village that's like, he'll never kill me. I'm like, dude, you're, you're really poking the fucking bail on that one. Why would you do that? The fact he just, he survived the carpet bombing was more impressive. Here's my thing. If I was ever hunted by a sniper as a military officer, you know what I'm going to do? It, it might, it's an asshole move, but I'm ordering one of the privates to trade uniforms with me. You're a dick. You're a fucking dick. Yeah, but I'd be a, a dick that's alive. <laughs> Someone you don't like. Or you know what? Better yet. Fucking make people vote on and be like, who's the biggest asshole? And when they win, be like, congratulations, here's your promotion. <laughs> Good Lord. Let me see here. Do we got anything else more interesting to talk about this podcast? Uh, <laughs> on the 15th, Molly's uh, paper walk should go through, meaning me and Alice will be her legal guardians. Nice. That's going to be awesome, and I think that needs to happen for her, and it will give her direction, and you guys have a natural, caring, and nurturing place where she's going to flourish as she learns to reach out more. Maybe Alice, but her fucking dad will be a retard. Well, guess what? She has someone to fucking do stupid shit with, like, when we were the only ones, and she's like, Hey, you know what we should? It was like three o'clock in the morning. She's, you know what we should do? I'm like, what? She goes, McDonald's. I'm hungry. I'm like, no, just eat snacks. And she goes, go away. And that usually means you're hunt. So 15 minutes later, I was getting dressed and we were driving two towns over to the restaurant. Yeah, but she also takes after you in the traits of she won't stay in a hospital to save her life. To be fair. Never. I told her that she needs to listen. How is she been doing? How is she doing? She still doesn't like listening to doctors. And if Alice tells her to do it, she listens. If I do it, she asks when the last time I listened to a doctor was. Yeah, when was the last time you listened to a doctor, Deb? Uh, Whenever the doctor told me that I shouldn't shoot myself. Because I made a joke, and I'm like, hey, uh, you know, Alice, my fiance's brother's getting married. You think if I shoot myself in the foot to get, he goes, don't shoot yourself. (laughs) You guys, I swear, that (laughs) scared me hearing about Molly with that fall, though. Oh, yeah, she's uh, doing a lot better. She'll get the stitches out soon, but she's she's not letting it slow her down at all. That's good. She still got stitches. 
Uh, she's still got stitches and her right radius, which is hard as shit for me to say, was fractured. But she hasn't exactly slown up on using it. <sighs> so you guys she was mad that she couldn't finish out the baseball season because her coach is like, look, it's fractured. I'm not going to let you play. So do you got anything you want to say, Kitty? Anything of deep meaningful um, importance? Meaningful or of importance. Never lose yourself for anything else. I mean, when when you're going through shit, never ground and center. Don't lose yourself for a while. I mean, ground and center and don't go foggy. And definitely, definitely don't do anything where you're vulnerable at that point. And that sounds weird. But just trust me on this. Definitely remember that it everything happens for a reason. Everything. And go with it as much as you can. But never give up your inner fight. I don't know why I keep thinking that's so important to tell people right now, but it is. Yeah. And I'd like to add, be like a tank of guy in prison. Don't show your ass. That's too. I mean, especially when you pick up that bar of soap. That's like a target right there, dude, really. My, my thing is, you think people get their feelings hurt if they don't get fucked in prison? Like, no one even hits on them, and they're just like, oh. And even these guys who haven't seen women in years don't want to fuck me. Oh, well. What the fuck? Oh, my God. By the way, Kitty, I have to ask, do you like my fucking picture on fucking uh what do we do this on do you like my zoom picture the dog the black lab yeah the beta o'rourke said black lab oh dear god i think it's perfect if you want me to be honest and i feel bad for the dog <laughs> it's how i feel on a consistent basis <laughs> i feel like that dog the dog resonates <laughs> with me it's a dog the dog resonates with me whenever I look at all the cool guns I want to buy and realize they're out of my price range. Can we please turn this dog into more like a meme? I really want to. Can we that. please need yeah, some special forces team to rescue the dog? You know, you could do. I I am an artist and I'm learning how to work with my surface a little bit. We could do all kinds of crazy shit uh, with the dog and with it. We could do a cartoon. I've been walking and telling the dog to come on. The dog's like, oh, fuck, really? The dog's like, look, dude. uh, The fucking dog gets that look when older walk gets out the jar of peanut butter. (laughs) Oh, no. No, you can't. Stop. (laughs) New question for you, though, Peb. Yes. Which one would be scarier to be hunted up by? Lyudmilia Panchaklov or Vasily? What? Do you know who Lyudmila is, right? Uh, I don't believe so, no. The female Soviet sniper? Oh, okay, yeah, you mean fucking, yeah. I Sorry, fucking... Ukrainian, because fuck, yeah. fuck Soviet Union. Uh, Fuck. I'm going to go with the female because females are infinitely more patient and shit. 
I'm going to actually side with you on this one. And also, she's a she was pretty cute in her younger years, so uh, I might be distracted and then get shot. She was also terrifying throughout her life, though. Apparently yeah, but that's fucking a, hot. She was a, like, no, she apparently she was just a scary bitch. Uh, there's an interview where some guy at an interview is like, you're really cute and stuff. We'd be my wife. And she goes, I carry three handguns on me. Don't try anything. I'm like, geez, dude, you're going to get fucking busted. Yeah, no, she's scary. I don't know. I find it pretty attractive, but. Oh, yeah, no, don't get me wrong. She's definitely like, ooh, my dick might go up for that. But like. The woman herself was just kind of terrifying. Not that I'd ever tell her that, because I like my fucking body parts attached. Same. <laughs> and I like holes not to be in them, generally. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Rasputin's uh... gonna rape you. <laughs> what? Rasputin's gonna Rasputin rape you. Right. <laughs> Rasputin, right. I was talking about getting my fucking oh, shoulder slapped. What? what the fuck is that, kid? Huh? What the fuck was that kid? I was like, why are we talking about Rasputin Ray? <laughs> I was just okay, saying, I was talking about not having my spine cut, my fucking shoulder slashed Yo, real open. Quick, how, how much do you guys know about fucking pre-Soviet Union history? What? Oh, uh... I don't I'm know a lot, but I'll learn it. I'll glad to fucking whatever they taught us at the military academy. Yeah, can we all talk about for the one second that Rasputin actually wasn't that bad of a guy? Like, he was weird, but, like, he, like, literally tried his best to keep Tsar Nicholas alive. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely a weird fucking dude. Like, I'm gonna lick your feet, weird, but he wasn't evil. Yeah, no, like, he's not evil, like, how all the movies and, like, everything put him out to be. Like, he legit, like, in actual history, was not that bad of a person. Yeah, like I said, he was probably like, I'm going to take pictures of your feet, weird, but not. Can we talk about well, that? From... Little... Uh, I'd see my little hoof kicking out there and somebody taking a picture of that shit and crack up. Jesus. My little half foot. Jesus. <laughs> Some foot fetish fucker would come at me. I'd be like, hey, go away. Go away. I think the funniest thing ever, I've only sent her one picture of my genitals, and that was some dude that got the, I guess the woman gave him the wrong number by Paul Pisser acting, but he's like, you should send me a picture of your privates, baby, this and that. I'm like, I'm a dude. No, you're not. I met you at the bus. I just sent him a picture. Well, technically, it wasn't my dick. I just looked up giant black dick and sent him a screenshot of it. Okay, we can put the Beto O'Rourke dog with a big old penis, and then Beto O'Rourke all shriveled up. <laughs> oh, well, that's why he needs the peanut butter on it, to make it look bigger. <laughs> Stop! Oh, We're not doing this! No, because then the dog would get a hold of the peanut butter. We're not talking about the dog getting fucked by Beto O'Rourke. That's probably why he's so sad. Oh. The dog just looks like that as he has flashbacks to the peanut butter jaw being open. <laughs> no. Can you imagine how traumatized that dog is? 
Uh, he fucking just has a jaw of anything open up, such a Vietnam style flashback. Can you imagine? But father, he's gonna bark because I'm out of the rain. He can fucking deal. He's gonna be like, but father, I thought I didn't have to do this anymore. What is wrong with you? The dog's got the Me Too movement. <laughs> the dog I mean, fucking Beto Wolf victims, and instead of like most politicians, it's underage women. It's just pictures of all the dogs from the pound. We could actually start a blog and make it look like the wife of his dog. Today, father got a furry dog costume. I'm a little <laughs> concerned. <laughs> you know, he wore that costume, beta male, when he was younger. Oh. He wore those different costumes. It's fucking Beto like, uh, like Walt just goes to the fucking Beto uh, Walt goes to the dog rescue and he's like, which one of your dogs is missing the most teeth? I want that one. <laughs> no. I just get these visuals that terrify me at points oh, of talking about this. I'm no. like, really? Really? Beto Walt's like, I want that old fucking basset hound that doubts me better. Jesus. I wouldn't fuck? have a dog or a kid around some fucker like that. Seriously. Anti-freedom piece of crap that probably like sneaks out at night and runs to the yards in bunny costumes to scare little kids. <laughs> Next I'm dog Playboy bunny outfit. O'Rourke is actually Donnie Darko bunny. <laughs> Oh man, why'd you do that shit? No, don't really talk about Hang on a second. Beto Walt just dresses up like Catwoman whenever his wife's boyfriend's visit her. Beto Walt just I'm not going to lie, outside of this conversation, I am actually very, uh, I, I'm enjoying listening to the little puppy talk to us. That that's what the uh, that's what Beto Walt's dog sounds like when he rolls up the call windows. <laughs> oh God, you people are sick! <laughs> <laughs> I can see a little paw going on the electronic window. No father. The dog's gonna learn to drive to get away from. It. Fucking, it's like uh, that Black Snake Mona fucking movie. The dog runs and he just grabs the chain and drags it back. <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy. Crazy. What is wrong with you, people? I'm fucking Vader Walk, and this is how fucking Vader Walk's dog training book, How to Break Your Lab In. <laughs> Imagine having that as a neighbor, even. Can you freaking... If you don't, I need to get my squirt bottle tonight. I don't sound like a trainer right now. But he's getting a squirt bottle, and he's getting squirts when this starts up. Fucking Vader Walk likes to think he can make the dog squirt. Well, at least my dog's not like Beto's dog, Beta Nail's dog. Can you imagine how that poor dog has to feel? Oh, definitely. And uh, hopefully I still sound clear. I got to drive two towns over now. Oh, to UPS? Uh, well, I can stop there. Uh, I'll be there tomorrow because it's Sunday, so they're closed. And I won't get there in time for them to be open. But Molly does uh, hosting, hostessing at a hotel. And when she walks overnight, 
I went a hotel in the room across the street to make sure nothing fucking happened. Okay. Well, I suspect that with Molly and McGray, that they're both tough enough that nothing will happen to them. But at the same time, God help them if they ever do get hurt because you'll kill somebody. Oh, definitely. I've got the spotting scope, the hunting rifle, and about 150 foot of lapel rope right now. Oh, shit. My uncle used to name all sites he'd use for each one of my exes. It was just a venting thing. You know, you get my draft. Can't go into more oh, yeah. detail. But, but when my uncle was alive, he's like, why do you use this kind of scope right here? And then you see it in a journal. Plink that one right off right there. I'm like, oh shit. I didn't realize how protected he was. It was a gift. Oh, yeah. You guys were cracked up at my uncle. He's very stern when he wanted to be, but he had that twisted sense of humor that he would have delighted in some of this shit. Oh, I mean, they, talking about Beto O'Rourke's dog getting raped by Beto O'Rourke. No, he had gone and tried to rescue the dog. Beto woke one of those guys that would be like, guys, the dog can consent. Can you imagine having to live like that and what burden that dog has? Even a bone, he probably thinks he's been drugged with a date rape drug. <laughs> fucking Beto Walk has to buy his dog those uh, fucking pads for fucking snow. Oh, God. With the knick-knack paddywhack drug the dog with a bone. I mean, can you imagine? <laughs> fucking Beto Walk calls the dog. Come here, boy. I've got a bone for you. And that dog's like, nah, daddy, nah, I had that before. Get the hell away from me. Oh, no. It's all fucking shriveled and tiny. I don't want Ew. it. <laughs> it's all fucking moist and flaccid. Well, you've seen how he talks on camera, right? He's like, and then what I'm going to do, because everybody encouraged me so much, is I'm going to run. So he's going to be like, this is a dog, and then what I'm going to do. I'm going to act like you're really getting a peanut butter bone. And then, before you know it, you'll be passed out on the floor. White, <laughs> Fucking Beto walk is like, you know what I'm going to do? First, I'm going to put the harness on the dog for extra grip. I mean, you can, you can say something like, don't vote Beta. Save a dog today. You know, don't fund You know, it's funny, because I just realized when he said it, even his name sounds like Beta. Yes, I've called him Beta ever since I saw that little bastard. I call uh, fucking Joe Biden uh, scratch and shit. Oh, sniffing shit. About, about two and a half years ago, I was talking to my friend Rod on the phone, and it just struck him that I called him Beta. He's like, no fucking way. He's like, I've never heard that, but I'm going to use it every day now. I'm like, but he is. That's exactly I am, too. He's a oh, yeah. He's a pissant, and he... The way his wife stares at him, she's like a puppy herself. She sits and looks at him. That's why Beta <laughs> likes her. She's like a puppy. Well, no shit. What got me about it, though, was watching him when he's getting ready to run the last time. And then what I'm going to do, because I got so much encouragement. I was a good boy today. I got encouragement. But, I mean, he, he just, she was nodding her head with it like she was anticipating waiting for a treat. It was so, oh, it was yeah. so can you imagine how we control him on do black t-shirts with a white background and do the little black dog day number three <laughs> I've been isolated 
Only with See, father and mother. His wife does that because he's afraid that he's going to go home and choose the dog over her again. Oh, probably so. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine that mating with that? And not only that, but you could do the t-shirts. You ever read the journals of people that are like trying to survive out in the wilderness or something? Day number four. Things are being grim. Father's in a bunny costume and playing guitar poorly. He didn't give me earmuffs. Won't somebody think of the dogs with the earmuffs? I mean, you could literally, I'm, and that's just a stupid example, but you could really. Hold up, y'all. Oh, fucking slug. Fucking tongue off your eyebrows, you fucking asshole. By the way, Pib, on a completely unpolitically motivated topic. Hold up, let me see if I can't. Uh... Is anything though really unpolitically motivated? Is my question. Uh, yes. Okay, y'all can't hear yourselves, right? I mean, I yeah, bet yeah. you sit and think of even a popsicle and somehow find regulation with it that's political. I mean, you could sit, everything has a political motivation, or you could spin it that way. Well, yeah, okay. but that, that, I'm not one of those people. Um, I know you're not. I'm just trying to. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. So, you remember how you told me how you broke your first car in the States? Yeah. Yeah, you, you because you've been driving manual in Russia, you flipped in the neutral on the fucking one in the States, right? Yeah. You, so, I almost did that to my grandmother's car the other day because I don't know if I told you, I switched over to driving my Civic, which is a 2000 Civic and manual. Yeah. So I was driving my grandmother's. Mind you, I nearly, I didn't nearly crash it, but I definitely had a hard time keeping it on the road because my Civic doesn't have power steering. Oh. Well, now, her, her, don't her you have an SUV does. too? No, I do not. Not anymore. Uh, I used to have a F one fifty, but now I just have a little dinky's a two thousand Honda Civic. I <sighs> oh, don't lie, you love that Civic. Oh, God, yes. I've got my mom's Tahoe. It's a big, jacked-up son of a bitch. It guzzles gas, but recently uh, welded me some railroad spikes to the bully ball. Nice. Well. What was I your question on an unpolitical thing? You just talked about uh, me uh, fucking uh, up my... Yeah, I, I know. my question was, do you remember you telling me about that? Oh, okay. I thought you had a question about it, but yeah, no. I remember that. Uh, you fart that the man. getting ready to go out and take a crap. This dog just let a fart out that was Whitman sized. Oh, <laughs> he'll whip I... his head around. He'll whip, whip his head around when I take him outside, like Linda Blair. It just whips around real fast, and he looks at me like, "Do you see it, Mom? Mother, praise it, praise the poo." And now I look like a big dumbass out in the yard in the middle of the night going, you said it's the best puppy. Look at those poo-poos. I'm going to start threatening my dog with Beto Walk when she's acting ungrateful because she wants human food. I'm be like, look, dog, it could be Walsh. It could be Beto Walk's dog. You know, I need to remember that with Mauser here, and I need to remind him daily that a worse existence could occur, that Beta male could be his father. I'm going to start threatening my dog other ways, too. You know, look, dog, if you don't start listening, I'm going to saw off the barrel of that shotgun. Oh, God. No, Mama. No, it's they, my dog. They I'll do it. I'm talking about the ATF doing it. Beta would have the ATF come in and do it and be like, okay, 
boys and girls. This is how it's going to go down. Just don't take I my dog out. Means it's like it. train as you fight, and it's the ATF agent shooting the picture of the dog. Oh, God. I haven't seen that. Speaking of uh, toast, I've got to thank you. Uh, Molly fucking almost pissed herself laughing when I showed her those old Helsing of Witch videos. <laughs> yeah, no problem, bro. I thought they're so fucking funny, dude. Hey, so- I saw I like the balls. Somebody. I need to find somebody that can cut targets with like one of the cricket machines where you can cut the vinyl. Yeah. I want to make some off the wall batshit like targets, like the Joe Biden set. And I got told recently that was ridiculous and stupid but think about it a joe biden says it's a that's a door because he talks about <laughs> shooting through the door then he talked about shooting the leg so you just have a leg kind of dangling there <laughs> and then he talked about duck hunting so you do like the duck hunt type ducks and that's put a little thing up there okay jill and you don't see more than three rounds kind of weird but like a door and a leg what else could you use for joe biden uh, I'd like to take what he has said that you could use a dim- you could use a dementia pill. <laughs> Yo, let's be it's honest here. Many, okay, before we end up this podcast, because we're gonna have to end up soon because we are starting to push into almost two hours now. Hey, yeah, quick, I'd it. like to take the uh, time to remind people of UK magazines and a carrier. It's important to get into the habit of drawing in one direction and mark your fucking last mag. People don't realize how hard it is to keep track of how many you have left. If if you have to fucking use them. Okay, may I please? Yeah. Okay, so we got two questions. So we got two questions. Do you all think that the original Joe Biden is still alive? I don't I think, think uh, is happening. I think he's still alive, but I think he's heavily medicated. There's something weird about his freaking face that freaks me out. Okay, now how many Joe Biden <laughs> clones do you think there are? Five. One. I'm going to go with three. What have you noticed? Uh, there's just like, there's two specific Joe Bidens that don't look like Joe Biden. Now, wait, would the original count as a clone? Because if not, I'm going to say full. If the original counts, five. No, it does not. Um, so I think, I think that there's two clones. Be specific. Well, I'm thinking, when I say one clone, I'm thinking him and one other. Okay, there's okay. Something yeah, weird yeah. about the smile on the one and the shape of the forehead. For me, but, it's, there's the one with the smile and then boy, there's the there's other. Boy, there's a boy. For me, there's the one with the smile and then there's the one... With the fucking earlobes attached. I haven't seen that. Now I'm gonna have to go back and watch this crap. Dude, all I have to say is just look up, just Google Joe Biden and look at images. You'll see how many fucking Joe Biden pictures there are that don't that look different. But like, there's three specific ones that look unlike Joe Biden. So yeah, sorry, I meant three clones, not two clones. But yeah, no. Yeah, I think there's four clones. Okay. Right. I wish that Kyle Rittenhouse would see the shit out of Joe Biden because of what he said on the campaign trail, though. I don't care. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. I think Kyle Rittenhouse's case was just fucking a shit fest. Though I will give Kyle Rittenhouse props on one thing. He did stand for freedom instead of, like... No. Uh, no, he didn't. Uh, 
I will give oh, him props on the one there. thing uh, that his TikTok name originally was Four Doors More Horse. And that'll be it. Um, like, don't get me wrong. I was completely in favor of Kyle Rittenhouse for the case, but do I like him? No. I think he's a raging dickhead. Well, let me tell you what I have read about. I knew just stuff about Linwood, like taking his money and all that crap, or trying to get it, rather. But he has somebody coaching him that's shady as hell, from what my understanding is and what I've read about the dude. I think he's carefully coached with what this guy wants to get across. I think, no, I would turn into a dick if I'd been, he might not have been that way before this happened. He probably was to an extent. But I mean, when this his, there, his TikTok username was literally Four Doors More Whores, which is based as fuck, don't get me wrong, but like, I don't know, I, I, I was never really a fan of Rittenhouse, like, I don't know why people are so up in arms about how much they, like, think he's amazing and shit, I, I, I don't think he is. I was worried about self-defense trial. I was worried I about that too, because I, I don't care about his politics, at the end of the day, I don't care about his politics, I was very happy to see that his, the trial went for him. That's what I was worried about more than anything because then it would affect the rest of us and it shouldn't even be a fucking issue. I mean, after watching the defense attorneys just fucking, I'm sorry, yeah, the prosecuting attorneys just fuck themselves in the ass repeatedly, I, 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 I had no, I had no worries. I love when the dude what was just aiming the gun at people. What got me about that situation? It's like they knew they were going to fuck themselves anyway. So when it all goes down, in the end, they did it to try. They wanted to make a political statement. They wanted it to affect all of us in some way. I have just gotten to the point where I want to be left the fuck alone. And when I say left the fuck alone, I don't only mean like the government. I've not done anything. We None of us have done anything wrong. But I mean, in cases like that that are cut and dry, it should have never gone to trial. The fact that it did means we need to worry. I agree. All right. Our very rights were gauged on that crap, and I'm just sick of the bullshit. All right. And I think that will end it off for all of us for tonight. I kind of want to go do some other things, including lay down because yeah, I'm I gotta go. my back hurts. I mean, so he's got to go, and I pit is driving. So, um, yeah, but y'all are on my fucking hands free hits it. So, it's, but I do I usually patch Allison when I get to uh, salt and checkpoint so she's not worried that I'm fucking dead for sure. Um, in that case, you uh, as previously stated, um, I'd like to thank Kitty for coming on to the podcast. As always, you can find her thank on Twitter at Survivor Kitty. Uh, Pib never gave his plugs earlier, but you should know that at this point it's at Pib Nib on Twitter, and you can find me on Twitter at Beardy Anarchy, and you can find the podcast and or contact us at the podcast Twitter. And I'd like to say I hope uh, Kitty comes on the podcast just as much as Bader Walt comes on his dog the back. Oh, God. <laughs> and that'll be it for this week's episode of the Ice well, I'll tell podcast. you what, I will push to do it even more than that, and we're not going to think about the innocent little pup. That's horrible. <laughs> and my uh, fucking American history for y'all is Adolf Hitler had a sex affair with Amy Winehouse in 1911. 
so we will catch y'all up on the next okay. episode. Okay. Well, we're going to leave podcast. that one. I love you guys. Peace. Love y'all. And dusk with Daniel. Uh,